All right. Stopping there. We're not sharing your master plan. <laughs> no, not, not the master plan. Well, 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 if, if you want us, share the master plan. You know, aspiring U.S. president, but you know. Where's <laughs> the campaign? Fun. Fun. U.S. president. So be on the lookout for the one one day. Uh, hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium in the School of Education at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. My name is David Naff. I'm the Assistant Director of Research and Evaluation for Merck and your host for this episode. Uh, today, we are continuing our Profiles in Educational Equity series, where we feature an initiative from each of the Merck school divisions to promote equity for students and educators in metropolitan Richmond. Uh, we are excited today to have Beth Fowler, Ray Rector, Bruce Watson, Damon Morris, Courtney Grady, and Brandon Avram with us from Goochland County Public Schools uh, to talk about their experiential learning in their division. Let me introduce everyone to you now. So first, to my right, I have uh, Beth Fowler. Uh, she is the Director of School Counseling at Goochland High School. Uh, Beth was a 10-year English teacher at the secondary level and starting uh, her 14th year as a school counselor. She's also the lead counselor for the county in restorative practices and helps lead implementation of various programs, including the Advanced College Career Academy, Blue Ridge Virtual Governor School, and others that we will be discussing today. She received her bachelor's in English from the University of Richmond and her master's in curriculum and instruction and doctorate in educational leadership from Virginia Commonwealth University. Go Rams! Uh, she has two children in the school division. Beth, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Glad to have you. Ray Rector uh, is the Director of Gifted and Federal Programs for Goochland County Public Schools. Her 40-year career as a Virginia educator began in an elementary classroom, and she has served children and families in Rappahannock County, Suffolk, Charlotte, Cumberland, Prince Edward, Fauquier, uh, Henrico, and Goochland. She spent 15 years as an assistant principal and principal at the middle and elementary school levels. Uh, she has served a total of 15 years at the division level, including work in human resources, testing, uh, federal programs, gifted education, and director of K-12 instruction. She has also previously served as an assistant superintendent. She earned a bachelor's degree in elementary education and master's degree in developmental reading from Longwood and an EDS in administration and supervision from the University of Virginia. She's the proud mom of three children and two grandchildren and enjoys cycling in her spare time. I'll bet cycling in Goochland County is very pretty. Actually, I don't cycle in Goochland County because it's really hilly. <laughs> I cycle some in Goochland County, but mostly out in uh, Hanover. A little bit flatter in Hanover. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, well, yeah. regardless, welcome, Ray. Glad <laughs> to have you here. Nice to be here. Uh, Bruce Watson is the Director of Career and Technical Education in Goochland, a role that he has served in since 2012. He has worked in education for 47 years, serving in various roles, including as an educational specialist, evening school instructor, principal, assistant principal, technology education instructor, administrative aide, and coach. He earned a BS in secondary education and visual arts from Old Dominion University, a master's in supervision in industrial education, uh, and has completed postgraduate work in school law, school and community relations, curriculum development, secondary school administration, philosophy, urban education, and educational change. Bruce, glad to have you here. 
Thank you for having me. Yeah. And we are very lucky to have three students from Goochland County here. We're really excited to have you here. Uh, first, I have Damon Morris, who is a rising senior at Goochland High School. He is involved in student government, robotics, student ambassadors, and forensics. He takes classes through the Blue Ridge Virtual Governor School. He is also a senior mentor and the student representative on the Goochland School Board. He's considering the University of Virginia, Georgetown, and William & Mary, and eventually plans to go to law school. He is also an aspiring U.S. president, which we've already discussed extensively before this episode started. Damon, we're really happy to have you here. Thanks for having me. I'm yeah. glad to be here. Thanks for being here before you got famous, too. <laughs> uh, Courtney Grady is a member of the graduating class of 2019 from Goochland High School, congratulations, where she ran cross-country and participated in the robotics program. She was the president of the Future Farmers of America at Goochland High School and was one of two students selected to go to Junior Law Cadet Academy. She's also a member of the second cohort of the Advanced College Academy. She is attending Longwood University in the fall, where she will major in history and minor in education. She plans to return to Goochland to teach. Courtney, welcome. Thanks. Glad to be here. Glad to have you. And then finally, we have Brandon Abram. Uh, Brandon is a rising junior at Goochland High School. He is also part of the Blue Ridge Virtual Governor School. He participates in cross-country, swimming, track, and the robotics team. Uh, this summer, he participated in the Hanover Region or Go Regional Governor School for Career and Technical Advancement, where they designed their own businesses. He's considering Virginia Tech or University of Virginia and wants to major in mechanical engineering. Brandon, glad to have you here. All right, thank you. Appreciate you three are very busy, so we're really <laughs> lucky that, that you took the time to, to come up to VCU and talk to us today. All right, we have so much to talk about. Uh, let's get started. Ray, I'm going to start with you. Will you tell us more about Goochland County Public Schools? What do we need to know about students and educators in your division? Well, I think we only have an hour, so we can't <laughs> spend it all on one question. So it was, um, it was very difficult. It's difficult to boil it all down. But I would say, start by saying Goochland has five core values, the first of which is excellence. And I really think excellence is kind of the overarching umbrella term that, that would describe Goochland. Um, we strive to provide the best of all experiences for our students and they respond by taking advantage of those opportunities and trying to be the best they can be. And the three students we have here today are just three examples of many of our students in Goochland who do that. And you'll find more find out more about those opportunities and how they're um, how they're becoming the best they can be. Another important thing that sets Goochland apart is that we have uh, a laser focus on growth mm -hmm. over achievement. And it's not that we don't think achievement is important. We've just found that if we focus on the growth of every single student every single day, that the achievement is just a natural byproduct of that. We, we base our decisions in Goochland on what our students need to stay engaged, to be successful, inspired, and happy to come to school every day. Mm -hmm. Um, rather than the latest trends in education or what our neighbors might be doing. So yeah. I think that's that's a good place to start. Yeah. <laughs> and as we talked about at the beginning, you've worked in several different school oh, divisions. Right. What in your mind makes Goochland stand out? The I think partly because Goochland is a small division mm -hmm. and I have found that I found this to be true in most school division most small school divisions, but it, the students are not numbers. We, we really do focus on every single child. 
and um, that's one of the things that makes Goochland different. Yeah, and we definitely enjoy working with Goochland and have for, for several years. Um, Beth, will you give us an overview of the variety of experiential learning opportunities that you have for students in Goochland? I will try, but that is quite a tall order there. Um, everything is experiential learning in Goochland. As Ray said, we're very into authentic assessment and authentic experiences for our students. Um, certainly, our Career and Technical Education Department under Mr. Watson has provided a plethora of hands-on experiences for students. Um, we've really grown there a lot in the past few years. Um, we have things like the only two-year utility heavy construction program in the state of Virginia. Um, those students, they get hands-on experience in that second year behind excavators and bulldozers and things like that. Um, and they get to use those skills for real world purposes that serve their community. A great example of that is a, a couple of years ago, um, our PE department wanted a low ropes course for team building. And they designed that course with the PE teachers and were able to build that. So again, a great experience, great hands-on. Um, we have a wonderful CNA program that goes into the community and does um, hours in one of our local nursing facilities. Um, we have um, a, a partnership even with a neighboring school, with Powhatan, where they offer some programs that we don't, and so we're able to get students into Powhatan um, doing electrical, and in return, we take some students from Powhatan doing things like utility-heavy construction. So kind of piggybacking on what Ray said, too, we're focused on what the individual students need is and where they want to grow. And once we figure that out, we see them as that individual, and then we can find the right program to plug them into, um, or multiple programs, which I think makes us different as well. Mm -hmm. In Goochland, you don't have to be a, a college-bound kid who's in a Blue Ridge Virtual Governor School or a CT student who's doing utility-heavy construction. You can do both. Yeah. Um, and we do have several students who mm -hmm. are getting their associate's degree while doing an internship in utility-heavy construction or carpentry, for instance. So um, those are just some of the examples from the world of CTE. But we have experiential learning in our more academic areas as well. We're kind of taking our lead from the CTE department there. Um, so, for instance, an AP Human Geography class doesn't just listen to lectures and study geography. They get into using GIST software to do some mapping of the county and learning about the population trends in Goochland County. So all very hands-on, all very meaningful. So how do you feel like this variety of programs uh, meets the diverse needs of the students that you have in your region? Well, because it is so diverse, um, I think that it, you know we have a lot of opportunities for students to grow in an area of interest, but also to sample a lot of different areas <coughs> if they're not quite sure. Um, and we are the only county, or the only high school in Goochland County. Um, so when you talk about diverse, that's it. We're as diverse as the county gets, and we have students who um, are interested in absolutely everything. Um, the agriculture, the engineering, the um, becoming a teacher like Courtney over here, being president like Damon. Uh, <laughs> so we get to know our students as school counselors and find out what their plan is and we change along with them because your plan will change throughout your four years of high school and even after and try to give them an experience in, in those areas that are of interest to them. Um, another way that we do that is every single one of our students does a senior project mm. before they graduate. And as a part of that project, they do either job shadowing or volunteerism. So 
they are focused on, gosh, this is what I'm interested in doing and what I'm passionate about when I get out of high school, and they design a project in that area before graduation. And how, you've already touched on this a good bit, but how do you feel like these programs have, how have you seen them help promote the future success of your students? I think it helps them to stand out when they go into the workforce um, and, and when they're applying to college as well. They have resumes with real experiences on there. Um, we have had students who graduated, for instance, from the Utility Heavy Construction Program who have gone right to work in the industry because they have the, the OSHA certifications and the background and the licensure so that they're able to get out of high school earning you know, $55,000 a year, which is pretty darn good. Um, so, you know, again, whatever the direction is, we hook them up with something that's going to give them experience to talk about in an interview, to be able to put on a resume so that they can pursue future success in that area. Could I add, and we're, we're talking a lot about high school, obviously, because mm -hmm. that's where the programs are more visible and <clears throat> maybe more intense, but at the elementary level, there's a lot of experiential learning as well. I know Bruce is probably going to talk about STEM. We have, um, we have a project-based learning emphasis we have our uh, students in the gifted program design their own independent research project, interest-based research project in third grade, fourth grade, and fifth grade. Mm. So that tends to be very hands-on, extremely experiential, and completely tailored to that child because it's his or her interest. Um, we have a wonderful educational foundation in Goochland that has a, they award grants to teachers, um, many of whom are elementary teachers, to do projects, special projects for the year, um, things like they go out to the community and learn about the history of Goochland. Mm -hmm. That's just one example. There have been coding projects, all just a complete variety of experiences, even starting at the kindergarten level. Yeah, so. and it goes right into what you were saying before about trying to promote growth and mastery, mm -hmm. right? So performance kind of takes care of itself if right. you can focus on, on right. mastery, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of the opportunities <coughs> in the division are um, under the purview of career and technical education. So, mm -hmm. Bruce, what do we know about the importance of career and technical education, or CTE? It provides um, real-world learning experiences. And in Goochland, we want our graduates to be college and career ready when they leave us. And that's part of the profile of a Goochland graduate. Uh, we start in, in elementary school. We don't call it career and technical education. In elementary school, we have a children's engineering program mm -hmm. as part of our STEM program. And that takes them in grades uh, one through five. And then when they get to middle school, it becomes career and technical education. And in middle school, we want to be that to be exploratory in nature and then move into a specific area in high school. But in, most importantly, we want them to find and follow their passion of what they might like to do, whether it's engineering or education or leadership. Um, career and technical education went away uh, about 10 years ago when the, the economy tanked. Mm -hmm. And a lot of school div divisions did away with career and technical education because they're, they're not inexpensive programs. But, Goochland um, saw the need for it. The community demanded it, that, it, that it come back, and Dr. Fowler can address that more than I can. Um, but we, we have had a renaissance of career and technical education in Goochland over the past seven years to bring back programs that were previously there, but we, we've added almost 32 new programs in career and technical education programs and classes to help them find and, and follow their passion. But we want it to be real-world um, we want it to um, 
enhance what they're learning in core classes also. And how many times we heard students say, when am I ever going to use this? Well, <laughs> we want them to, to use it in a, clear, a CTE yeah. class. And so uh, we promote collaborative teaching and learning. So their, their math, their geometry may be um, incorporated with uh, our building trades classes where they're talking about the angles of a roof and they're measuring that geometrically and, and so on um, so forth. Um, we do a lot with soft skills to get them ready, um, whether they're going directly into the workforce or they're going uh, to college and then into the workforce. Um, we work on resume writing. We have mock interviews in the springtime for every senior in the building. Uh, last year we did mock interviews for 257 students and there were seniors and some juniors in there to get them ready. Again, whether they're going into the workforce or to college. Um, so it, it plays a very important part. About 70% of our students at the high school are in one or more um, CTE classes and our enrollment's about 840 at the high school this coming year. So um, we, we fill up the classes and um, we have a lot of opportunities for our students for a school our size. Do you know if that enrollment rate is uh, pretty kind of um, aligned with what you see in other school divisions, or is that something that's kind of like a unique Goochland phenomenon, do you think? My guess is, and I'm looking at Dr. Fowler, <laughs> um, my guess is we're probably a little bit higher because we're a smaller school system and we, we do have so many offerings. Yeah, I would agree. Um, certainly my background in school counseling and master scheduling has been at Goochland, but um, I believe that it probably is a little bit higher because at Goochland, you don't have to pick a program and, and stay in that progr program. And we also don't cap the size of our program, our specialty programs, um, where there is room for flexibility and growth. Like, for instance, our Advanced College Academy, which is an associate's degree program. Um, some other school systems are capping the size of that cohort, and, and we're not doing that. We want students who are able to be successful in that program or any of our CTE academies to be able to be a part of it. Yeah. Um, and so it allows for enrollment in both those academics and those CTE areas. Sure. We don't, we don't like to turn students away from CTE classes at all. I know. Um, yeah. I think it's part of who we are in Goochland, and, and our assistant superintendent says this all the time, that we start with the yes in mind. So when we get a question, the, the answer is going to be yes nine times out of ten, and then we just figure out how can we say yes, right. how can we make it happen. Sure. And that's a, a great way to go to work every day. Yeah, and one, so I remember seeing one kind of innovative example about that. There was a, um, a signing day for students mm -hmm. who were going directly yeah. into the workforce. Absolutely. Can you talk, that's, that's pretty dynamic, because you see signing days for students that are getting athletic scholarships, but not all the time for people going to the workforce. Yeah, can you talk about what that was like? Yeah, we, um, this is the second year we've done a signing day for CTE. Um, we included those students who um, were going directly into the workforce. Uh, they might be going to work for one of the heavy equipment contractors in town. Uh, we included those students who may be going into college and uh, in the engineering field and so on. We recognize those students who are going into the armed services um, who have already um, signed up to, to go. Uh, it's important um, that we recognize this and, and give them credit for the hard work that they've done, but also acknowledge our business partners. We have a tremendous uh, business partnership initiative in Goochland, and so we want to recognize those business partnerships 
um, because they help us with internships for the students, um, apprenticeships, and career shadowing with the students. It's very important mm. to their success when, when they leave the high school. So it was a huge event. Um, uh, Congresswoman Spanberger was there to help mm-hmm. us celebrate. Delegate John McGuire was there to help us celebrate. It is a big deal to recognize those students because not every student goes to college or needs to go to college. And we need workers in the field, and we, we hear that all the time. And as Dr. Fowler alluded to, they can make great salaries um, going directly into the workforce and not incur that debt. So signing day is a huge thing. It's gotten bigger in the two years we've done it, and it'll be even bigger next year. Yeah, and it, so it's not just that students are getting plugged into these opportunities, but they're also getting celebrated for the Absolutely. variety of ways that they, they end up finishing high school. Um, Dr. Fowler, as a school counseling director, how do you help students get connected with all these experiential learning opportunities in the division? Well, I think primarily there is, is first and foremost, getting to know the student, knowing what their passion is, and I want to give credit to the work that the school counselors at our middle school do, working on academic and career plans with each student so that when they come to us in ninth grade, we know where they're headed. Uh, as I said earlier, obviously they can change their mind, you know, it's not written in stone, and we'll continue to work with them as their plans develop. But knowing that Courtney wanted to be a teacher helps her counselor to choose the right classes alongside with her that are going to best prepare her for admission to that institution that she wants to go to um, and to get experiences maybe in your student, uh, I'm sorry, in your senior project, um, Mm -hmm. working with education and things like that. Um, So there's a lot of one-on-one planning, knowing Mm -hmm. the individual student. as Mr. Watson spoke of as well, we have that wonderful business initiative and partnership with, with the businesses in Goochland County. We have quarterly meetings called um, Business and Educational Roundtable that school counselors are part of, which gives me, I think, a unique opportunity to get to know some of the business leaders in the community and hear what they're looking for in our students and what they're looking for in terms of um, internship opportunities or um, just the skills that they want our students to graduate with. And I'm able to bring that back directly to the teachers and to the students to say, look, here's someone who wants to hire you for HVAC. We'll actually train you for HVAC, but this is what's important to him, your attendance and your work ethic and things that really apply in all areas of school, not just in one class. Yeah. And similarly, um, how do you feel like you, you uh, work to promote rigorous coursework for all of your students? So yeah. rigor could be kind of conceptualized across like academics, but also so these CTE classes. Yeah, it absolutely is. Yeah. Um, in Goochland, it's visualized that way. Our principal always says that the, the sweat should be on the brow of the student. <laughs> we want to make sure that they're working and that it is rigorous for them in every class. Um, we have equal access to that, that rigor because of these experiential opportunities, but also because we have pathways and academies um, that are set up to build maybe through three years of a program, but also allow the flexibility to be in carpentry and also AP human geography, things like that. Um, In terms of equal, equitable access, um, I've already touched on the fact that we don't limit the size of for instance, our ACA program, Mm -hmm. uh, which is that associate's degree program in partnership with J. Sargent Reynolds Community College. Um, We are also, as a division, really dedicated to having our teachers become dual enrollment professors for those classes 
because it keeps the cost of the tuition down for mm-hmm. our students. And so that's an equity piece as well. Um, furthermore, if we do have students who just can't afford the tuition, there's a scholarship opportunity mm-hmm. there as well. So everyone can be a part of it. Yeah, and when, um, when I was a high school counselor before this role, um, I remember it could be challenging sometimes to promote students taking AP classes and CTE classes. But it sounds like there's a lot of overlap that's been happening. Um, so just in terms of like promote, what do you attribute that to, to the, the, the 70% rate that um, Bruce was talking about earlier? I think it's, it's grown over the years because of the su- success of the programs that have been added mm-hmm. and the visibility of the impact that they're having on our community. When our agriculture students are growing hydroponic vegetables and serving them in the cafeteria, you know, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And kids, everybody sees that and they want to be a part of that sort of thing. Um, the utility having instruction, when they see the excavator out there, how do I get behind that, you know? <laughs> and, and they see too that it's not for this type of kid versus that type of kid because of, of how we are intertwining the core academic areas with the CTE classes right, as yeah. well. So you make sure that students can see themselves there. Absolutely. Yeah, so doing interesting stuff in plain sight, basically. Mm-hmm. Well, we have several experts in experiential learning in the room. We have these great students with us from Goochland. Um, uh, Damon, I'm gonna start with you. So talk about your experiences in experiential learning in Goochland. We talked a little bit in your intro about what you were involved in during your time in high school. How did you get plugged into those opportunities? Well, at an early age, um, many teachers would look at students and, you know, try to figure out their best abilities. And here in Goochland, teachers do that, but they don't just separate you. They keep you there for you can, so that you can build your other students and classmates around you. And as you move up in these rigorous courses like Blue Ridge, they make you take the AP courses, things like that, but you also get the career and technical education courses that you can use. But what they don't realize is that these courses mend well together. You know, you have the soft skills that people are looking for in CTE. Maybe you're in that geometry class and you're like, all right, I don't understand angles all the time or triangles. But as soon as you go to, to apply them in that carpentry class, you know, you understand more. It's a deeper learning. And that people feel that deeper learning is college or things like that. It could be career and technical education. And I feel that from my experience that going into sports marketing, things like that, where you do lots of presentations and things like that, uh, Blue Ridge and the AP courses have allowed me to get those skills together in presentation styles and things like that. But being able to apply it and give, uh, you know, presentations to UVA uh, leaders in um, athletics and things like that and give a well-formed presentation to them and have them like it and understand what you're talking about and how you can best suit them was pretty great. Yeah. And Courtney, how about you? Uh, well, I have to say I was in quite a few of Goochland's um, opportunities. Like I was in the CTE courses with uh, Mr. Allen uh, I helped build the FarmBot and worked with the hydroponic system that um, Beth was talking about. And then I was also part of the um, ACA college stuff, so I graduated with that. And so I had my foot in quite a few different um, areas. So, and like Damon said, it works all well together and you learn a lot, especially through our um, senior project. That's that's definitely, that helps you when you graduate because you know for sure if that's what you plan on doing, if you really want to do it or not. And then my senior project, actually, I w- since I want to be a teacher, I worked with um, two different um, teachers through the Goochland County school system. I worked at Bird and Randolph Elementary mm-hmm. and was teaching uh, math and then assistant teaching in Randolph. So it was, it was great. I loved it. Um, and it just 
showed me that I would, would be more interested in teaching, but I don't think I would have gotten that opportunity if I had have gone somewhere else because um, it's very, like, the teachers focus on the student um, mm -hmm. at Goochland. It's always like, what can I do to help this student succeed? And it is amazing because it's not just, like, us one student individual. It's every, they try to include every single student and um, tailor their learning styles to each one. And that's what I... Um, I picked up on very early and I think it would just be like amazing and I've always been interested in doing helping others like that as well and uh, Goosen is a great place for things like that. Yeah and what I think is particularly interesting about your story Courtney how does a future teacher become president of Future Farmers for America for your school? I actually um, Daniel Allen he is our um, advisor and I actually he uh, grew up with my mother um, so he knew me beforehand and I had no idea who this guy was I just knew he was from Virginia Tech and he knew my mom so but um, I actually started taking his courses my sophomore year and I automatically I was just interested in all of it because it was just, I think I took fisheries and wildlife so we learned a lot about everything outside and I've grown up on a farm so everything we were learning uh, pertain to stuff that I did at my home um, so it was amazing and then I heard about the FFA program and that he had brought it back to our school trying to um, bring it up so I was interested in that I asked him how I could get involved and my first year I actually was the chaplain so and then um, he wanted me to be vice president my junior year but I said no because I had so much stuff going on and then um, he asked me later that year if I'd like to be president and it wasn't just people think it's like just about farming but it's not you learn a lot of like you learn how to present and uh, talk to different people like I spoke with um, a like a board member from Farm Bureau and um, like I, I learned about more about what he's been up to and stuff like that and then I've presented in front of um, a huge banquet hall and I don't think I would have ever been able to do that if I hadn't been properly prepared beforehand so it is more focused on farming and things like that but it's also about bettering our community and um, just learning how to um, be able to make it as an individual yeah. and it's it's amazing life skills yes yeah. definitely Brandon how about you yeah definitely like <clears throat> like Courtney was saying uh, the teachers are very dedicated in our county for example our our math teacher, Mr. Smith, he stays after school every day till like 5.30 or 6, you know, helping students out, um, dedicating his time, you know, and efforts to help them out. Um, he, he really does do a good job, and a lot of teachers like that. Um, science teachers, English, every teacher uh, is willing to help out. And, you know, if that's the one thing about Goosland that I've realized is that they really do help out with anything that you need as far as soft skills or working you know, on a, like any, any, it really helped me uh, work with work skills and workplace readiness skills, mm -hmm. being able to talk to people and present in front of anyone, stuff like that. So Yeah, and how did you get plugged into some of the things that you're involved in? Because you're involved in so much. Yeah, so I'm, I, I really like sports. I like, you know, working out and uh, talking to people. I really like the robotics team. Demond and I, we were part of the, uh, actually all three of us, we were all yeah. part of it, and um we raised about thirty thousand dollars last year in the season, so we were very fortunate of that you know we were uh, working hard over over that season. So you know other other things like uh, some of the committees I've been on is also a part of the uh, STEM committee that Mr. Watson had told me about. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, he told me about that. I became very interested in doing that kind of stuff, um, helping out the county in such ways like that. Yeah. And Damon mentioned this earlier about mm-hmm. some um, some of your early experiences in school with having a teacher kind of like recognize your talent and trying to push you towards things. And Dr. Rector was talking about how this is a big push in the division. Why do you think that's so important for teachers whenever you're early in school to start pushing you towards some of these like career and different technical opportunities? Well, I feel that at a young age, most students don't really know what they want to do in life. Mm-hmm. You know, in high school, half of us don't even know when we're in senior year what we want to go study in college. <laughs> you know, well, but, <laughs> but for our teachers to recognize, this, okay, we see this kid going this place or that place, maybe we should, you know, talk to them and possibly put them on the right path, mm. you know. But Gooshland does offer, not, I wouldn't say they offer two distinct paths, but they do, mm. but, they, but those paths come together along the, in the middle too. Mm. So maybe, oh, okay, we can see his rigor. He likes to take these high courses. But we think these CTE courses will help him, you know, in his, his soft skills, abilities, things like that, presentations and workplace readiness, as Brandon said. Mm-hmm. Maybe we can combine them and make that path for him. Mm-hmm. Not for, okay, this is just path that you have to follow, mm-hmm. but this is your path. We want you on that path, and we think that you will <laughs> excel and succeed on your path to wherever you go. Mm-hmm. So I feel that Goochland's a well-knit community. Mm-hmm. And even though some of our teachers live out of the county itself, but they come and they feel that community, that community energy. They stay here. They take the time and put passion into the students. And they're, you know, they don't get a lot of credit, but they're behind. They're the backbones to what the students go off and do in life. Me personally, uh, most of these programs have allowed me to keep on pursuing what I want to do in life, and that's changed the world for everyone. Mm-hmm. I don't feel that everyone is the same. You know, you're not, Brandon isn't Courtney. Courtney's not Brandon. So why, <laughs> you know, why teach them the same? You know, mm-hmm. why make sure there's only one way that they have to go? I feel that everyone is different, and everyone should be approached differently. Mm. You know, and Gushin, in my opinion, they've revolutionized uh, education. I feel that they should be the platform and what everyone looks up in the sky to see Definitely. and model off of them and, you know, maybe make sure their school systems and divisions follow and tailor to the best of the student, not the best of what we think everyone should go do. Mm. So. Definitely. Um, yeah, I definitely think that the path that Gushin has every student going towards is always successful. Uh, being able to, you know, send students like Mr. Watson was saying was going into different career paths at any time. You can switch, you know, like, I, for example, last year I was taking a uh, technical drawing and design class. And this year I decided I would take the, uh, a gas and diesel class. Totally different, you know, but you know, I was just trying different things out. I'm um, just trying to see, like, what, what interests me the most. Yeah. And I feel that every student can easily take advantage of that, and they do. It's definitely, like Damon said, the teachers are one of the backbones of the students' mm-hmm. success. And now that I'm on the other side of high school, I could definitely <laughs> also say that um, they, your success after graduation is also very important. I actually still, I'm in contact with a few of uh, my old teachers, and they're always like, oh, I can't wait to hear about uh, how college goes for you. I'm so excited. I hope you come back. I've already been planning with one of my teachers. We're going to be, like, best friends when I come back, <laughs> stuff like that. It is, it's just amazing. They're always, like, tailoring everything to one student's success. But it's not, like, a single. It's just everybody. They want everyone to succeed and have, like, a level platform to um, go wherever they want in life. It's not just, oh, well, this kid likes math, so we're going to focus on our math department and just raise these guys up. And it's just everyone. It's every student that comes to Gooseland is amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Watson, why don't you give us a little bit more background on this. What have you seen as the impact of providing these opportunities for students in Goochland? 
I think we have, um, again, allowed students to find and follow their passion. And you've heard from three of our best right here. Um, we've also uh, heard from students, if it hadn't been for a CTE class, I would have dropped out of school. Um, and that speaks volumes. Mm -hmm. um, particularly, we've had, I can think of two right off the top of my head who finished our heavy equipment operator program, told me personally that I would have dropped out of school mm. after my sophomore year if it hadn't been for this class and Mr. Verastro, the instructor. Yes. And as the our three students alluded to earlier, it's about the instructor because the instructors make or break a class. Mm. And so Mr. V, as they call him, <laughs> um, and, and Brandon had him last year in diesel uh, mechanics, um, is kind of like the Pied Piper. And he... <laughs> um, he gets these students in there, and they love him, and they want to work for him, and they'll, they'll run through walls for him. Mm -hmm. And they stayed in school. They got their high school diploma, and I, I'd love to brag on this. 100% of the students who completed the heavy equipment program last year were employed when they graduated, 100%. Wow. Mm -hmm. And that speaks volumes for what um, we're doing in our programs. But... We're doing so much with real-world learning. Uh, we don't want to teach in silos in Goochland. Uh, we want to combine math and science or, or STEM with core classes and, and CTE classes so they, they see where they're going to use it and they can apply it before they get out of high school. And, and we need to drill down and start doing that earlier in school. And that's what our, our STEM program does, our children's engineering program does to help bring all this together for students so they can see uh, the reality of it and, and where they're going to use it. Uh, last year we started um, a new, the first of four academies. Um, this one was architecture and construction. It's a four-year program um, that a student can enroll in and um, their math, their science are coordinated with their CTE class. Um, they'll take Spanish in the workplace and senior year, the, their capstone um, activity will be an apprenticeship out in the field. Mm -hmm. So architecture and construction was first. Uh, we're going to health sciences probably next. Arch um, agriculture and natural resources and then STEM after that. Mm -hmm. So um, we want them to uh, be ready to go when they leave Goochland High School, whether they're going to college or, or going into the, the workforce. Yeah, yeah, and so. this, I mean, this really speaks to the story you just told about a, a student who was considering dropping out, if not for this program. How do you see these programs as, as a vehicle for advancing equity in your division? We want every student to participate in um, CT classes. As I said earlier, we don't turn away anybody. Mm -hmm. um, we We want to have female students in our carpentry class, and we want to have males in our culinary classes and so on. So we don't, we don't turn away any student in, in CTE. The only reason that uh, they may not be able to take a CTE class a certain year may be because of a, a conflict in schedule. But I will kudos to our school counseling department. They do everything they possibly can to make it work. But sometimes it just doesn't work. <laughs> but they got four years to get it in there <laughs> before they graduate. So um, we want everybody to have um, an opportunity for our CTE classes in, in our academy. And to add on to that, um, as you always see with the equity and things like that, 
students in these uh, advanced classes, AP classes, okay, they get these grades. They're like, okay, that's success. Mm -hmm. But not everyone can see those grades as success. Mm -hmm. But when they go to the CTE classes and they build something for the school that another group or class will be using, you can see that's my hard work. It went into that. You know, and now these people in these higher classes like AP Human Geo or AP Environmental Science are using my creations, mm -hmm. you know. And it just combines all that together. And in my opinion, it makes Gushin self-sustainable. We are producing our own teachers. You know, yes. We're producing our own government officials, things like that. Uh -huh. And they're all going to come back to Gushin and make Gushin better, even though Gushin is doing a great job with all the teachers and staff we have nowadays. Um, just speaking to the equity piece again, I, I want to give kudos to our school board that's all about reducing student fees. So Definitely. in the past several years, they've been able to almost totally do away with student fees so that there's nothing cost prohibitive to participating in a CTE class. There's not an extra fee that goes with that diesel, you know, gas that's going to be burning and things like that <laughs> in the excavator. So everyone has access to it, and and um, we've done some partnerships with community colleges even to grow our CTE program. Mm -hmm. For instance, we've done transportation with J. Sergeant Reynolds, and our county has been able to pay that tuition so that anyone could have access to it and provide transportation. Dave, if, yeah. if I could add, something we try to do approximately every three years, we do a, a CTE survey of students and parents. Mm -hmm. Are we offering what they want and what they need? Um, we look at the, the labor force to see what they're looking for. And we're training students for jobs that don't exist yet, and we know that. But we want to try and stay on top of what they want and what we're going to see um, down the line for them. So we, we take the results of those surveys and we, we plug it in and we, we tweak our course offerings uh, if we need to. Um, like this year, we're bringing, sorry, Courtney, but we're bringing back <laughs> teachers for tomorrow, yeah. um, this coming year. Uh, Mr. Doppel will be teaching that um, because there's a nationwide uh, shortage of teachers. And so we want to do our own thing to grow our own and, and get <laughs> students like Courtney back. Sure, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, so meeting the needs of the yeah. community. Yeah. Um, Dr. Rector, can we talk a little bit about how these initiatives fit into your broader strategic plan for Goochland? Well, and you've conferred a doctorate on me. I don't have one, but oh. thank you. <laughs> thank you. She's the doctorate. <laughs> um, I think if you go to what, Goochland's website, it, it, we, it talks about that we're inspiring the next generation. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to give students enough opportunity and enough experiences so that they, to inspire them mm -hmm. to do. So they know what they want to do. They find their passion. They have the opportunity. We keep saying opportunity. I think there's <laughs> a real theme. But we have <laughs> options. We have opportunities. And that helps students to find what it is they want to do when they are the next generation. Um, you're hearing, I think you're hearing a theme. I keep hearing words like pathways. We've heard access a lot of times today. We've heard inclusive. You don't hear sort and select. You don't hear elite. Mm -hmm. um, you hear, that's, that's our overall strategic plan, is to make sure that everybody has access and is encouraged. Mm -hmm rather than limitations and exclusivity. Yeah, yeah, everyone's invited. That's a vehicle mm -hmm. for equity. Mm -hmm. I'm Absolutely. Curious, yeah, I'm curious about what the next steps are for career technical education and experiential learning programs in uh, Goochland. Bruce, will you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah. Well, we alluded to the academies a few minutes ago. That's a new initiative as of this past year. So we will grow those academies. And as we grow those academies, 
uh, we bring in our business partnerships that Dr. Fowler alluded to earlier in our business and education roundtables to help us design those academies. For example, we will convene a committee this fall of medical experts in the area to help us design the Academy for Health Sciences. Uh, there are a thousand new um, nursing jobs coming to Goochland in the coming years. So mm -hmm. we want to be ready and, and ahead of that curve to be able to supply that. So we'll bring our business partners in and we're going to bring them into a room a little bit bigger than this and say, okay, here's a blank <laughs> slate. What can we do? You know, you tell us what you need so that we can help with that. Um, so we have our academies. We recently found out that we were awarded uh, a high school innovation grant, $50,000 grant. We're only one of five in the Commonwealth this year to get this. And so that will enable us to refine these academies and, and look at our offerings um, and how we tweak that. So there's a lot of good things coming down the line. It's a, a real task when you think about we're training students for jobs that don't even exist yet. Mm -hmm. So we have to, we're not really training them for jobs necessarily, we're giving them skills that they may go in a variety of pathways uh, when they leave high school. There, there are 16 recognized career clusters that we deal with across the nation. So we want them to be able to fit in, in one of those career clusters with the skills, soft skills and hard skills that they're, they're given in high school. Mm -hmm. And we really drive home the soft skills because, again, whether they're going directly into the workforce or going to college, um, they need to know how to interview, how to shake people's hands, how to look them in the eye, be resilient, mm -hmm. so on and so forth. And we hear that all the time. And what we also like to do is bring our business partners into the classrooms to talk to them about, if you're going to work for me, this is what I'm looking for in an employer. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes our... Our teachers talk to them and the, and the students say, and I've heard this before, but when somebody from, example, Listfield Construction Company or mm -hmm. Luck Companies or Carmack comes in and says, if you want to work for us, this is what we're looking for. And it, it really drives the points home. So, so we're, we're expanding our business partnerships all the time. We've got the academies coming. Um, just lots of good things uh, going on in Gooseland. We've got a great support from our school board and our board of supervisors, um, and our community demanded that CT come back back in, in 2011. Mm -hmm. Dr. Fowler's nodding her head because she was there and, and she heard that loud and clear. Mm -hmm. And we have tremendous support. Uh, we have a Marine Corps ROTC program mm -hmm. at the high school. Um, culinary. Culinary. culinary so we, we've got a lot of programs. The, the first program that the community wanted to see was uh, an ROTC program, mm -hmm. and we got that. And, less than a year. Yeah, and we, I mean, we know that demographics are shifting in our region all the yeah. time, and it sounds like the goal is to be constantly responsive to the needs of the community that you're serving. Uh, this is for everybody. What do you want people to know about what you're doing in Goochland County Public Schools to make the experience for school more equitable for your students and educators? One of the things that um, I can highlight, I think, is in the, the gifted program, we have of course, we pay attention to students who are already identified, students who come to us, school ready, already ahead, and we serve those students. But we also have a very strong emphasis on recognizing potential and nurturing that potential in students who aren't coming from the typical places gifted identified students come from. Mm. And we go after them. We, 
we don't just wait until somebody notices. We go after them. We do everything we can do. We're, we're starting a new program at the elementary level to make sure that we're working with students who may not already be testing at real high levels, mm -hmm. but we think they will if we work with them a little, a little more. We have at, our, uh, at the middle school level, we have um, honors classes and they are not closed to students. If, um, if a student hasn't met all the, let's say, prerequisites or doesn't seem to be prepared, mm -hmm. but really wants to try it, then the student can be in honors class. Mm -hmm. The same way with AP and honors at the high school. So again, access, opportunity, encouragement, not gatekeeping. I would like everyone to just know that our our mission, our vision is to ignite the potential of every learner, mm -hmm. every single one. And I think that's the theme you've heard in here as well. And, and I'm glad to see that these are three examples that feel like it's working <laughs> for them. Um, in school counseling, I often use the analogy of a GPS. I tell students, we're the GPS. You tell me where you want to go, and I'm going to help you find the way to get there. Hmm. And sometimes we have to recalculate. We have to go a different direction. But there's always a way to get there. And, and so I would add on that just the team approach, that we're all there to support students, whatever their ultimate destination is. Everyone from central office, like Mr. Watson here and Ms. Rector, down to the teachers you were talking about, who are the backbone of everything. Every day, what we do is to support student success. We were, Goochland was rated the number one school division by Nice.com, what, two years ago, I think it was? Mm -hmm. So that, and that speaks volumes about what we're doing out there. But we do, we do business differently than I think than anybody else does. When we do so much with problem-based learning, real-world activities, um, again, we're not worried about test scores as much as we are that they're, they're grasp, grasping the concepts and they're applying the concepts in real-world type scenarios. And that's, I think that really sets us apart. K-12. We didn't talk about technology. You all can maybe talk. It, it's sort of gotten to be so much a part of what we do, right. we didn't bring it up, but we have, and that does a lot for our yeah. equity and access too, that Definitely. we have, I guess we're one to one, one, to one. Mm -hmm. one, to one. grades three, three, and, three up. and up. Yeah. So what that means is grades three and up, every single student has either an iPad or, or a laptop, laptop assigned. Mm -hmm. It's like a textbook, they get to take it home, it's theirs for the year, um, and then K through two, there's one to, they're one-to-one one at school, they just can't take them home all the time. And we help with, there, there are ways for, for students to get help with internet access. Yeah, so that's a big equalizer in 2019. Absolutely. I feel that's one of the major things about our school board and our county itself. You know, we are like the Oprah of all education. <laughs> you know, we don't want to hinder anyone's possibilities. Like, okay, you get this, you get that. You, you know, that, that, you that's, what we're, that's what we try to do. Yeah. And it feels like, I think it's making a great impact. You know, we're set, in my opinion. You know, they before they, as soon as they walk through those uh, double doors, you know, go heading into graduation, it's like, I did this. Hmm. You know, we did this. Mm -hmm. And Gushin just allows kids to do that. You know, I have students come to me all the time, you know, as, as their representative, I want this, you know, can we work on this? Maybe I'll take it to the school board, see what they say about it. And, you know, being able to vote and show them that I care about you, you know, I'm here for you, mm -hmm. you know, bring me your needs. You know, I don't mind getting it out there, 
And I feel that Goosen County has been great at, you know, listening to us mm-hmm. and giving us what we need, you know, and not letting mund- money hinder anyone's possibilities, you know, because that's what you see in a lot of larger counties, you know. Uh, we've got so many high schools, we can't just skip this to everyone mm-hmm. kind of thing. And that's the great thing about the small-knit community in Goosland. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got this many students, we can we can uh, feasibly give this to you kind of thing. So yeah. it's great. I yeah, hope you hit on a great point there, Damon. We've talked about, Mr. Watson's talked about listening to the community and the mm-hmm. business partners and what they need. But Goochland also does a great job of listening to the students and mm-hmm. hearing what they want and what they need for their future. Definitely. And using both mm-hmm. in their planning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's like you were saying earlier, starting from a place of yes. Yeah. And to piggyback what Damon said, it's easier for a small system mm-hmm. to affect change mm-hmm. than a larger system. Yep. And one thing, I, again, I think that sets Goosland apart from other school systems is, regardless of the subject or grade level, we encourage our teachers to take risks. We mm-hmm. want you to try new things. If it doesn't work, that's fine. But we want you to try new things with your students. We encourage that. When I attended that the Hanover Regional Governor's School over the summer, um, I realized how fortunate Goochland is. You know, some of these counties that were participating in this, they had two or 3,000 students that, you know, they had, you know, tons of people and lots of classes. But when I was talking to them about uh, just our opportunities as well, we had just the same. Mm-hmm. And we are only 840, yeah. <laughs> you know. That's that's how that's just as fortunate as we are. Indeed, mm-hmm. yeah. Very diverse class offerings for our side. For yeah. sure, the buffet is looking good. So. <laughs> that's right. It's <laughs> <laughs> the new slogan for Goochland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the buffet is looking good. That's what you want the community to know. Yes. yes. <laughs> Courtney, last word. Um, I would have actually to add on to the technology, and it also kind of. Um, adds to everything we've talked about beforehand. Um, I've been working with the technology department all summer and how we give each student an iPad or laptop, it is crazy. (laughs) We work all summer long and I've heard it all summer that that people are saying that they think they don't do anything, but actually summer's the busiest time for the department because (laughs) you've got to try to get everything ready and if you think something's not happening in the summertime because it's a break for you, no, it's definitely happening in Houston. <laughs> They're all trying to make sure that everybody can, um, like I said before, have the equal platform and be able to have access to the Internet or the different types of things like that. And we're always progressing. And, um, yeah, I'd, I'd also like to say we, we probably have, like, probably the best teachers in the region. I, I, don't, I don't want to brag, but I think, I think we do. Best school yeah. system, period. Definitely. Yeah, yeah for sure. Buffet for is sure. looking good. It is. Yes. <laughs> best buffet in the U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to need to leave that there for now, but if you would like to hear more about this important initiative in Goochland, we hope that you will join us for the 2019 Merck Conference on Friday, October 18th at the VCU Academic Learning Commons. Our theme for this year is Advancing Educational Equity, Supporting Diverse Learners in Metropolitan Richmond Schools Through Community-Engaged Research. Members of this team will join representatives from each of the seven Merck School Divisions for a panel discussion about the innovative ways that they are promoting equity for their students and educators. Those stories will also be featured in this podcast series, so stay tuned. Our thanks, as always, to the VCU School of Education for supporting the work that we do at Merck to Jesse Seneschal for his direction, to Kyle Rudd for our theme music, to Tracy Knapp for our logo design, and to all of our partnering school divisions, Chesterfield, Goochland, Hanover, Henrico, Petersburg, Powhatan, and Richmond. Our thanks today to Beth Fowler, Ray Rector, 
Bruce Watson, Damon Morris, Courtney Grady, and Brandon Avram for sharing their stories uh, about experiential learning in Goochland County Public Schools. And of course, thanks to you for joining our conversation today. We hope that we will continue to find dynamic ways to support all learners in metropolitan Richmond. My name is David Naff, and this has been another episode of Abstract, the podcast of the Metropolitan Educational Research Consortium in the School of Education at Virginia Commonwealth University, where we explore issues and ideas in public PK-12 education. Let's talk again soon. did it. Yes. <laughs> That's it. You guys rock. Yeah. You're so good. You're Thank awesome. You. Good guys. Every one of you. Excellent. You guys rock. Excellent. So we all get we all come back to the conference? That'll be fun. Yeah, I mean we've take got a, take a county trip down to the conference. I yeah. did. <laughs> I did the conference.